0: You and listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in, pressing play. I am so glad that you're here and that we're spending some time together, and I'm absolutely thrilled to share the work of my guest with you this week. It is fitness and mindset coach, Sean Zimmer, and he is joining me for a wide-ranging conversation that will leave you feeling determined, Motivated and above all, inspired to put systems in place to help you achieve your goals. So, if you are someone who struggles with keeping those diet or exercise promises to yourself, you know, I'm gonna start the diet tomorrow, I'm gonna go for that run tomorrow, and then life gets in the way, this episode is for you. Or even if you're someone who's super type A and super motivated, sometimes it's good to bring in another perspective um, to completely broaden how you look at yourself and how you regulate your time because really. It comes down to that, how we spend our time, the minutes, the hours, the days, the months, like all of that matters, all of that counts. And so um, Sean is just a great resource for helping you get that organized, get, You know, let go of the excuses so that you can live the life that you want to live. I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? It is a journey. It's never done, um, but we can get better at it. We can do it better. And Sean is here to help us get that done and and to achieve that goal so I'm so excited to share this conversation with you if you love it please share it with a friend who needs to hear it and of course keep leaving those reviews it's so so appreciated and helps the show stand out amongst all the other shows out there so thank you so without further ado please enjoy my episode with Sean Zimmer This episode is sponsored by Public Goods. Public Goods is a one-stop shop for affordable, sustainable, healthy household products. From home and personal care to premium pantry staples, Public Goods has it all in one place. And they scour the globe to find the best products, the cleanest products, which I think is probably the most important thing to me besides price, And they take care of price too, because once you become a member, you receive access to all of these incredible products at basement prices. Um, And we've worked out an exclusive deal just for the Motherhood Unstressed podcast listeners. You receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase you have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash unstressed or just use the code unstressed at checkout. That's dot com forward slash unstressed. Receive your $15. Well, hello, Sean. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thanks so much for asking me on this.
0: Yeah, I've just so come to love the work that you're doing. The just the message that you're putting out to the world for parents, for people interested in fitness, for so many things. So I'm interested. What was the spark? How did you get into this work, into this role?
1: Oh, that's a, uh, I'll try to make that answer as short as possible. Um, In the fitness originally uh, came from my father. He is a, he's a natural bodybuilder. Uh, I got into it at about the age of 40. And I had a, you know, I got a long past. I'm writing a whole book about, about how I ended up. Being in the household of my father, a province away from where I originally grew up, but seeing him get into fitness and what he was doing and having a gym in the basement is what got me into the fitness space. You know, I aspired to, I was a very scrawny kid growing up, and I aspired to put some muscle on my body and and get into that space. And then started training individuals through his company and realized I had a real passion for helping people. And that's what first sparked it. I think I was 18 years old when I first uh, certified as a trainer and then into nutrition as well. And, um, you know, the, the road has been quite long from there on how that's progressed from first starting out as a fitness trainer. Then I started my construction company, kind of detached from fitness training as I got really busy, mm-hmm. then entered the online space, fitness training. And then actually what brought me into life coaching and mindset coaching is what I mostly do now that was brought on actually from a network marketing company. Um, Mm. I dove dove into uh, network marketing with a nutritional company. Uh, I had a supplement that I was offering people. And, you know, being a good salesman, uh, I wanted to build rapport with people and actually build real relationships. And as I was doing that online, asking people, you know, small talk how their day was and whatnot, realized how negative most people are and how many issues people are dealing with and how hard of a time they're having just getting through their day. So instead of talking to them about a supplement I had, I was like, well, you know, I've read this book where there's an analogy I can help this individual with. I have this practice I can help them with. I started doing that all day and really making a huge impact on people's lives. And it was feeding something inside of me massively that I've never felt before. And before you know it, four, eight, even 10 hours a day, I was doing this all day, making a massive impact. People were coming to me for advice. It was, it was great, but the mortgage wasn't getting paid. Right. <laughs> so that transition to me now developing the programs I have where we've discussed, I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Uh, and yeah, that's where I am today. Now I help people all day long, whether it's, you know, in person, the virtual me over the phone, um, through the classes I have. And it's, it's, it's been an amazing, amazing journey over the last few years, kind of making that transition. I still do fitness, but Mindset is where everything's at. As you know, it's all mindfulness and the practices we do over and over that really make that impact on the quality of life we live. So here we are today and got me talking to you. (laughs) I
0: mean, that's so true. And that's, I love how honest that journey is. You know, you didn't, you know, say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is my career. Like it's a winding road. And I think for anyone who is, on a journey themselves like we're all on a journey like that's really what it is it's up and down and around and you're trying to figure it out but it seems like when you hit that sweet spot it's almost like hitting a golf ball it's like you knew you know you knew that this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is what I love to do and this is how I'm really actually making an impact I mean I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, that's been um, really concreted. Um, the, the the foundation in my belief now that that is what I'm here to do. You know, I have a, a certain voice, a certain look to me that grabs people's attention. And that is what I'm here to impact as many people as I possibly can. So I have a mission now to make a difference positive impact on the lives of at least a billion people in my lifetime and and that's what i'm shooting to do and i have things in the works right now that'll be launching very soon to to make that a reality as we progress forward and it's 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 been great, you know. It's uh, it's definitely <laughs> it's not where I thought I'd be. Uh, only it was only three years ago that I wasn't even on online. I looked at wow. Instagram and everything. as you know I was one of those kind of grumpy bushmen uh, living in the woods and they're like no never. I, I run my construction company. That's enough. And then here we are today. I'm ta- chatting to people all day long and uh, coming out of my uh, out of my shell and, and making an impact. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm an open book as well, so feel free to ask me anything you want. But anything,
0: <laughs> careful now. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think no, it's it's so cool though because like you know what you share in your stories, it's you know all day long. It's like people, like you said, reaching out to you, asking you for advice, and I think it's almost because your image is so different than what most people see. Like you are for for the listener who 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 doesn't know you yet. Um, you're very muscular, you're very tough, you're living in what seems like the woods of Canada, and then you come across with these uh, lessons that you've picked up that you put out there. I mean, it's almost like it's coming through you because you are this, this other form. And, And so people who might not look to me or look to someone else who's more traditional, like they get it from you, you know, like it hits them in a different way.
1: Yeah, most definitely, and that's that's come from both experience, uh, from learning a lot of things the hard way, and my my addiction to self development. Um, you know, I read anywhere from 100 to 300 pages a day, have been for the last 10 years, and absorbing this information that also reflects past experiences. I have quite a trial and error, uh, <laughs> past two decades, we'll say, uh, living by trial and error, bringing brought up the hard way and uh, I've taken many wrong turns, but as, as I'm a big belief, you know, life happens for us and not to us and everything happens for a reason. And that's what's developed me to be able to relate with people a lot more in depth on that. You know, here's an analogy I pulled from this book, but it's not just pulled from this book. It's something I've experienced and I've actually put these practices to real life and and have gained the experience and and what the outcome from that putting it into practice so it definitely resonates with a lot of people i'm a little uh it, it, as you know watching me I'm, I'm very in your face there's no beating around the bush so it's not for everybody <laughs> i'm uh there's no uh, kind of tiptoeing around many subjects i'm just right right straight to the facts and here's what works and you know either suck it up and deal with it now or take your time to kind of hide from it for however many months you need and then and then deal with it, well, the nicest way to put it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's, I mean, that's why I think your content is so refreshing, you know, because it's like, it forces people who, who might be so unhappy with their current life situation or just like not really knowing what the next step is. And then they see this like motivational person who is not taking any crap. He's not, like you said, he's not holding anything back. And it's like, okay, you know, I can trust this person. I can reach out to them because they're not going to you know trick me or you know tell me stuff that that I don't really need to hear that's fluff you know so I think for me personally like growing up with the Marine Corps father like I love that I appreciate that you know times 10 that discipline that that truth that comes across.
1: I love it I love it yeah I know my daughter does now as well. Uh, I have my one daughter JC she's seven and uh, it, you know the last few years I've really seen her grow into this just amazing amazing individual who really appreciates the way dad comes about things you know um and even before when she was younger my deeper voice and just my direct approach would it would scare her she would get a little <laughs> off edge and you know Mom's very opposite I, 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 edge of the spectrum there so but now she appreciates it and even if dad's having a hard day and i'm a little more aggressive than normal she's like oh that's the daddy's getting to the point you know and i i hear his message here and <laughs> and, and it's appreciated yeah so it's uh, all around we see that and it's it's a lot of fun i think in certain ways <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I mean, but honestly, I think most people would prefer that than, you know, someone that they don't feel that they can fully trust. Like, are there days where you don't want to play the role model? You don't want to show up to the platform. You don't want to produce content. Like, What do you do in those moments? You know, for everyone listening, we all have those days where we don't want to show up. What do you do to push through that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, There are days. And, you know, I've even uh, specifically with content creation, you know, I've been in a bit of a slump for the last year and a half, uh, specifically with bringing out content, high quality content for my page. You know, I do my vlogging on my stories and whatnot, where it's just my regular day life. There's no, there's nothing fancy there other than taking two extra minutes to put music onto that. Um, But I do, I have been in a slump for creating uh, social media content, but that's kind of been, a branding issue uh just seeing where things are going but directly to your question you know where it's showing up for what you need to do through the day there definitely is and i have routines that i put into place i have something i call the battle list that i do every morning on top of my morning routine where it's my critical tasks that i need to get done and one thing that really helps me you know beyond my battle list and all these morning routines one thing that really helps me is my what i call the accountability mirror something i pulled kind of a variation I've pulled from David Goggins, who wrote the book, Can't Hurt Me. If you've ever read it, I highly yeah. suggest it. Absolutely. uh, You know, for uh, a pretty tough guy, he made me feel like very not, not tough guy. yeah. Um, and, you know, the accountability of exercise, I do, it, it kind of spins off of uh, a forgiveness exercise I talk about and actually coach my clients through, Um, you know, where you know, I'll give you a little quick breakdown of it. Uh, you know, if we have, we all have a friend or a family member who has a, kind of a, a special attachment to us for some reason but maybe they have become somebody you just don't trust anymore whether they've lied to you stolen from you or most often we have somebody who's just always flaky right just kind of says they're going to do something never falls through doesn't follow their actions with their word and we end up resenting that person over time right and if you think about it, how many false promises have we made to ourselves you know i'm going to start that diet on monday i'm going to hit up the fitness or i'm going to kick things up at work, go for that raise or start that business or become a more involved father or more involved partner or whatever it is. And we don't, those build up and we end up really hating ourselves. Our subconscious just not clicking. Right. And we don't even realize it. And then we start getting into that funk, that low depression and whatnot. So the forgiveness exercise I do is writing down all of those failed commitments you've made to yourself Every single one, right out why, usually comes down to laziness, fear, um, whatever. It's going to be right around there. You know, you'll have all these other excuses that will pop up beforehand. And then go to the mirror, the accountability mirror. And say all that out loud. Look yourself in the eyes and say it out loud. Forgive yourself and make a new commitment moving forward. Because that's what that friend would have to do, you know, if you think about it. What would that friend have to do? They'd have to be, hey, you know, I've been doing this. I'm really sorry. It's There's no excuse for it. Here's what I'm going to try to do moving forward. So that's what I do. And then I do that every morning. Wow. every so I that's one big exercise I get my clients to do that might take a couple hours maybe even a couple days to do properly the first time but then every morning I have a little talk about the day before and I and I go over and I give myself a pat on the back for what I did good and I give myself shit for what I'm not doing and I look myself in the eyes I'm like this is you got one life to live let's make it happen mm-hmm. and then you know if I'm if I'm getting into a little funk we're talking about you know it's just kind of hard to make it happen I set up small goals for the morning that I can just knock out one after another and build that momentum build that belief right because confidence comes from the memory of winning so the more wins we can make the better if you start your day out winning you know keep your phone off to the side start Mm. a meditation morning with Liz as uh, she has on the podcast I'm (laughs) loving those by the way my morning meditations I do with you now and uh, and then then rock forward on getting some small wins and, and hold yourself accountable and just have a belief and also trust the process. You know, a lot of information in one little conversation here, but trust the process and know that you're only human and uh, things are set out in a certain motion. You have certain lessons that are supposed to come to you at certain times and, and just keep picking yourself back up, keep taking action and forgive yourself, but keep taking massive action. And uh, you got to hold yourself accountable though. There's no really easy answer to that other than getting up. And if you failed, so what? Acknowledge it, make a new commitment moving forward, if you have to revise your plan, revise your plan. Otherwise, just hit it harder and keep keep pushing forward. Yeah, like uh, if you don't, you know, life it's not all rainbows and unicorns, right? It's it'll spit you up and chew you out. You gotta you gotta push forward and push through. You can't sit there and just hoping somebody's gonna do it for you. Yeah. There's lots of people who help you find the way, uh, show you mentors, podcasts like yours, you know, to find great information. Here's the door to go through but nobody's going to pull you through it. You got to get your ass through there. Whether you walk, run, crawl, drag yourself by nails, I don't care. You got to get through it and uh, just put together as many resources as you can to make that happen, whether it's accountability mirror, you know, morning practices, meditation, breathing practices, whatever you can get to calm yourself and central yourself to a new start moving forward if you have fallen off the track.
0: I love that. I just need to have you talk like the rest of the time, (laughs) because it's just, it's so beautifully said and it's so true. And I think for people who are, you know, high achievers who, who do set goals for themselves, most of the people who listen to this podcast are of that ilk. Like they want they want to be better. They want to be better parents. They want to be more fit. They want to be smarter. And, you know, they're coming to the show to listen to people like you to achieve that. But then to say like, hey, we can give you this information. And then it's really up to you to, to carry that out. I mean, I love that because even for myself, you know, it's like I want to get up at 5 a.m. every single morning and do my meditation and yoga. And some days it's easy. It's no problem. And then sometimes I sleep in and I'm just like, You know, like, I feel like I'm starting all over again. But so to hear that, be like, okay, have a face-to-face with yourself. Like, it's okay. Keep it moving. Like that's, that's refreshing. Even for someone like me who has, you know, a lot of discipline, like I still need to hear that.
1: Oh yeah. And I, you know, I've been, I'm normally really all my routine, but then I have times where I completely fall off and I spiral in exactly what we're talking about there and it it can become a really big snowball effect where you have a hard time getting out of it you have a you have a hard time looking yourself in the mirror we often hide from ourselves and that's where that accountability mirror it makes it a huge impact is just being straight starting over realizing we we have like there's fresh starts there's there's it just because you messed up for a couple of weeks straight or a month straight or that last couple of days on a big important meeting or whatever obligation you had doesn't mean that's the end of it you're set back, sure, but it doesn't mean you can't you can't prevail and, and still shine up on top. And uh that's another thing I do with the battle list exercise. You know, I take whatever my goals are, so you need to know your desired outcome in life. Obviously, you know, that's a pretty important uh, factor. We need to know where we're trying to go. Don't need to necessarily know the plan. Try to know where you want to go and then look at the action steps that you need to take there. And that's my battle list. I have six critical tasks that I need to do every day. I write them down every morning to get towards my goals, whether that's my fitness goals, my spiritual goals, my finance goals, and I cross them off every day. And if I don't get everyone done, that's a lose. I lost mm-hmm. that day. If I get everyone done, that's a win for the day. And I have 30 things, 50 things I need to do on top of that. These are six critical tasks that I focus on. First thing, I get them done and I keep track of that so I can look back and check that progress and see how I've been doing. That builds my confidence. Or if I'm losing, I need to revise the plan, maybe look back and see where things are at. Or if i Not sure why I'm not at where I want. Well, look at the battle list. Let's look at the last 90 days. Am I winning every day? Am I getting those critical tasks done every day? So putting in systems in place that work for you. You know, there's variations of so many that work for different people. And I definitely find starting your morning out, getting up earlier in the morning routine makes a huge impact. Not waking up late because then you're in a reactive state. Compared mm-hmm. to, you know, really taking charge and being in charge of your day and, and and putting systems in place to be able to execute instead of just reacting to every scenario, running off. Oh, shit, I'm late first thing in the morning and then running around with the kids or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, I think that's everything. I think being able to do those those six things. I like that you pick six things, too. I don't know why. I just do getting those things done first thing in the morning is, is absolutely critical to your success, to everyone listening oh. to this. We all have certain things that we have to get done. You know, if we want to be up here and and getting those done early is, is really the best thing. That's why everyone always says like work out first thing in the morning. Otherwise you're not going to do it.
1: Exactly. If you can own the first 30 to 60 minutes of your, of your day, the chances of you owning the rest of your day are much better compared to it owning you. And uh, we definitely, that's, that's what I'm all about is owning the day, you know, one day at a time. And, just kind of steering it towards where you want to go and you'll get there
0: yeah yeah i love it okay so let's talk about your role as a dad um you're very open with how you are co-parenting with your ex i love the relationship that you have with your daughter and with your ex it's very it seems very like peaceful and new age and like just you've got it figured out so can you talk to us a little bit about that can you unpack how you co-parent why you think that that's so important for your daughter
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I could tell you that was not always the case. Um, we uh, and that's why I post about it even more so as well because I want individuals to reach out to me. I know how many people are struggling with that, and whether it's just something small or something large, but th- even those small things, our kids pick up on it that mm-hmm. energy they pick up on it, it, it like for you to respect and show respect to your kids other parent is so so huge and important for their structure and building in life and just the fundamentals you're building off of working together is a lot less stress for you as well right um so that was a long road getting towards um uh it it, it was definitely a challenge and it um it wasn't until about two years ago I read a book called extreme ownership um which is something I highly suggest and right yeah Jocko you got it yeah awesome Mm -hmm. book and, um, that comes down and, and this is the way I look at every situation in life now, which has made a huge impact. Um, it's also removing your ego from the equation. You know, we all have an ego as much as you maybe not want to admit it. You have it tamed down. We still have it. There's still certain situations that's getting in your way. And extreme ownership is looking at every situation in life that maybe didn't go how you wanted it. And first assessing yourself, how did I maybe not present the information to this individual uh better to for them to understand compared to how their mind works to my mind you know it was really analyzing every little detail of where you could have went a better route to get the outcome that you wanted for everybody to be working together and when i started looking at that because mom and i were buddy heads big time um and it wasn't going quite well and which was a, which was a big issue you know it was stressing me out i could see it affecting our daughter stressing her out and then things at home so Kind of assessing on, and I took things at a different approach, and really just dropped my ego from the equation, and and try to be a better help, and and be there where I could. And now that's everybody that's dealing with parenting issues, co-parenting issues. Like, yeah, okay, but it's not that easy. I <laughs> know it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't just happen overnight. But or if
0: you're still married.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's really taken it back, you know, and then, and also like another book I highly suggest is the five love languages. Um, even if you're not trying to love that individual, but you are in a way, yeah. it's understanding, you know, how, how different people perceive um, appreciation and whatnot and, and really feeding to that and doing what you can to, to come around that because everybody looks at the world in a different perspective and uh, you, something you may think is, is, you know, being a huge impact. Why aren't they respecting this? And I just want this. Well, really, you should be taking it this little bit different angle that would have made that that made that uh, outcome that you're looking for. So just fully analyzing what you're doing, looking mm-hmm. at yourself first. I did that and that really made a big shift towards mom and I co-parenting well. And, uh, and then now we, yeah, we get a lot. Great. My daughter is uh, she's everybody looks at her and thinks she's a daddy's girl. She's not at all. Uh, Liz, if she met you within, two minutes at the grocery store line, Ivy chopped liver. She loves women. <laughs> so <laughs> she's uh, just attached to them. So definitely closer bond with mom, but she has a great bond with dad because, you know, I'm even though I'm just, you know, built bearded guy with a deeper voice doesn't mean I don't get down on her level. I don't play, I get down and play tea parties with her. You know, I do the imaginary stuff. We have the floor is lava almost every day where we're jumping around on the couch and running, saving the dog or the cat or just getting down and also really asking her questions. You know, mm-hmm. when I, I show that I'm care, i care, I care and that I'm there for it. when it's our time, you know, I work for my phone. So it's a bit challenging. Sometimes I'm always, she's wanting my attention, but I tell her mm-hmm. when we have our, when we have our play time, my phone is gone, sweetheart. Dad's here with you what do we do and tell me what, why is it that you imagine that, you know, or just really showing and giving your full attention and, and, and listening to them, um, which has made a huge impact. She knows what dad's there for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that's something that, uh, I, I suggest everybody strive for, right. It's the presence over presence, um, and just yeah. being there big time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, mom appreciates it. mom appreciates that as well. She sees that I, that I'm a involved parent. So that definitely helps with the co-parenting situation. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Did she ever like question your intentions when you, when you started to change, when you started to take more ownership of how you interacted with her and your daughter, was she ever like, okay, what's, what's going on here? Cause it was so yeah. different.
1: Yes, yes, she did. Exactly. Yeah, she 100% she did. When I started, uh, you know, when typically a conversation would have went really south, I was just, I was just like, okay, well, maybe what could I have done differently? And she's like, what? Who is this guy? You know, and it was, <laughs> and, and, and I just said, you know, I, I came to some awareness, you know, some understanding just how life, short life is and how important this relationship with you and I is, and important not for just you and I, but most importantly, our daughter. And yeah, I'm here stepping up to the plate. So I'll get used to this change. Here I am. And uh and she respected that. And I think right even I think that awareness, even that conversation probably helped quite a bit. And I told her, you know, yeah, I'm looking into things, let's figure out how we can deal with this, because this hasn't been working.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh and and luckily, you know, she's at a point of evolving as well. We all mm-hmm. need to kind of we all need to evolve continuously in life. And hopefully your your other half that you're dealing with has evolving as well and open to that conversation and if not get a look at ways maybe you can steer them towards it um it, in the smallest ways you know you've been like recommending maybe a read that's completely indifferent path from what you're trying to talk about and has a different point of view that they gain from on something else but it's gonna direct them to maybe something that'll benefit from the relationship if you get what i'm saying you know it's just Mm -hmm. thinking about becoming resourceful and whatever you can use to really make that happen you gotta think outside the box it's it's not easy that's for sure but once you get into it and then you get a system in place it does become easy that's great Yeah. yeah we uh you know she was just here this morning it's kiddos uh uh, dress up for Halloween at school day and uh, she came by in the morning to braid her hair because dad sucks with doing hair <laughs> and uh, for her Halloween outfit and not only did she come over in the morning her bo- her boyfriend was there too I was like I'll oh, come on in you know we all had coffee and chatted. and it was great it, was, it's, wow. that's, how it should, that's how it should be you know
0: If you're like me and you adore a calming glass of wine at the end of the day with dinner, then I'm really excited to tell you about this new company that's sponsoring the show called Usual Wines. Now, it's not just because they don't add sugar, which they don't. It's not just because the wine tastes fantastic, which it does. My favorite thing about this company has to be that they package it in these 6.3 ounce individualized bottles per box. What that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that there's no more wasting beautiful bottles of wine because you didn't drink the whole bottle in one sitting. You literally open a bottle pour it in and you're good to go and if you want one open another one but you're not putting a cork in a larger bottle of wine and then the next day it doesn't taste as good because i can't tell you how many times that's happened and how soul crushing that is because you want to have you know the same taste the next day and it's just not there so usual wines has completely hacked that i think it's brilliant what they're doing and the wine again is no added sugar They harvest it at just the right time. A lot of wine companies harvest it too early, so there's all this added sugar involved. They don't do that, and it's straight out of Sonoma County, so you know it's good. So be sure to go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code UNSTRESSED for $8 off your first order. And I think, too, like what you said before, really embodying that presence, embodying this, this higher Um, understanding, you know, your, your higher elevation that brings everybody else up around you, you know, if they can trust that what you're saying is really true, that you really are this different person, then they're like, okay, like this is safe. I can, I can elevate too. Like, I think just you being you more understanding, more compassionate with more empathy absolutely affects everyone else in your life if you can hold it you know if you can if you can keep on to it and not revert back you know when someone hurts your ego like that's i feel like that's my issue it's like i'm i miss zen i'm very calm and then something happens and i just you know and it's like well no one's gonna believe that i'm you know this new person if i keep crashing so how do you how do you avoid that
1: Oh, yeah. Well, meditation is huge uh, for that. And uh, breathing practices, exercise, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm huge on, I'm always talking about at least the very, bare minimum of spending 25 minutes a day, exercising your mind and 25 minutes a day, exercising your body, preferably double or triple that, um, double, let's say at least, um, but at least 25 minutes a day for the mind, 25 minutes a day for the body and, and, and staying active on that. And, you know, one thing, We often forget we'll come across something that has really helped us be, you know, as you said, Zen or, or deal with different things. And it's really worked and we put it to practice for a bit. And that's great. It's made that difference. And all of a sudden life gets in the way. Maybe something difficult happens and we get off that path. One thing a lot of us forget, you know, it's pretty common sense. If you want to build muscle, you got to do the exercises consistently over and over and over. You want to burn fat, you got to do the work consistently over and over same thing goes with your mind you read something pick up something you heard from a mentor or show that you you, you know a ted talk whatever it might be you need to revisit that it, you know our subconscious and our conscious are a really interesting system where our conscious is really only focusing on one task you know uh, you know an intricate task and everything gets put off to the back of our automatic programming so training isn't something we did it's something we do not mm-hmm. just our body but our mind so those things that made an impact on your life revisit them I suggest journaling, you know, making notes. All my, I got a whole library of books right here. Everyone's dog eared and highlights everywhere. And, and they all go actually in a notepad, all these different things. And I made summaries. And that's actually what developed my program, the 25 to Life Challenge, um, where, you know, it's, it, and that's where it all came from. It was something I used to look back on, read again, read again, find these practices. Okay. Get this programming in your mind. So when you start getting off course, you have that backup program that just automatically comes into place. It takes a lot of work and practice and perseverance off the hop, but, you know, after so many, so many runs, it just becomes automatic and uh, and you just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you don't need the motivation, you know, because motivation is so fleeting, right?
1: Oh yeah. I, I always say fuck motivation, excuse my language, but um, (laughs) uh, it's all about dedication. You know, I I look at it, uh, I use an analogy and don't get me wrong when I say that, still surround yourself with things that inspire you and motivate you most definitely. But if you're trying to build your foundation off motivation, it is going to crumble. Absolutely crumble. You need to build it off dedication. You now you need to look at your desired outcome in life. Like where do you want to go? Right? What things do you want? Relationship, finance, spirituality, your health, everything. Then ask yourself this question, answer it honestly, you know, am I just interested in obtaining that or am I committed? One question. It'll change your life. If you're just interested, then every possible excuse that's going to come up, which there's going to be lots, life happens, that's going to be an excuse for you like, oh well, this happened. I couldn't do it. You know, that got in my way. It just it just didn't work, wasn't set for me. If you're committed, you will do everything in your power to level up your mind, your body, your relationships, your resources, whatever, to make it happen. It might take you 10, 20 times longer than what you wanted, but you'll make it happen. You'll get there if you're committed. That's why I look at building a house, you know. Would you build your foundation just off of whatever you could find around the yard if you're going to build a long-lasting home for your family? You know, off of, out of mud with that's going to wash away whenever a little storm comes, or you want to build it out of concrete foundation and build, you know, your your doorways and windows where you want them that aren't open to just allow the negativity to come in and leave, but lock out what you don't want in and let in what you want in. you know, like really set it from the base of dedication, mm-hmm. commitment. And, uh, and from there you'll, you'll get there and persevere and, you know, grit and execution, the science I got behind me. It's, that's what it's all about. Just the mundane tasks over and over and over and learn to enjoy them. Look for, look for the enjoyment out of every process you can, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, live in the moment. That's what it's all about. The journey is where it's at. You know, science I'm a huge, uh, huge nerd with the brain and quantum physics and everything. And, you know, it's been proven that we get bigger dopamine hits from the journey towards our goals than we do of actually hitting the goals. So learn to enjoy the challenges and all the things that come in your way and uh, the processes of of getting around it. Now, it's not always going to happen right off the hop, but hopefully within a a little bit of time, you can look back. You know what? That was great. I pulled this lesson from that hard time and, and pushed through it.
0: I love that. And like reframing it in that way, looking at the journey as, as the goal, you know, really, Mm -hmm. because you're right. Like how many times you buy that bag, you buy that car and you're just like, huh, okay, what next? You know? I mean, it's just, it's always that way. It's like,
1: it's. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's the difference between happiness, happiness and fulfillment, right? We can buy happiness. We can buy things that will give us happiness, but is that new car going to really fulfill you that new bag? No, it's the journey. It's you living, to your purpose, you know, whatever your purpose in life is fulfilling that and figuring out that might be in your job. That might be, you know, your job might feed your purpose. You know, a lot of people think it's always their, their true purpose is in their work. That's not necessarily the case, but fulfillment comes, that's where the real happiness is is a fulfillment and, and enjoying that journey and knowing you're doing your best every day. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in the five agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I, I live by those. Um, mm. it's something I remind myself every day of, and if you can always do your best, you know, don't make assumptions. Don't, don't take anything personally and just execute and have full awareness. Like the, the, do you, that think, that that's,
0: do you think that's the secret to life? Do you think that's why we're here to figure oh, that
1: out? Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. That was a game changer. That's, you know, anybody ever asked me, uh, that's one of my first lessons in my 25 to life program is, is the five agreements. Um, and just figuring that out, you know, always doing your best. And then find out, you know, what are you here for? Yeah. What really drives, fills your heart up, you know? What, 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 what really feeds you? And do that. And do it to your best, the absolute best. And be impeccable with your word. Don't ever go against who you are, ever. And you know, when we were talking about that conversation that helped um, and people being able to trust someone who is, knows what they're talking about, that's it. Like when we had that conversation with mom, I didn't say, yeah, I know all these answers. I said, no, you know what? Things haven't been working. I don't know the answers, but I'm figuring them out and I'm working mm-hmm. at doing it, you know, and this is who I am right now. And I'm, I'm letting you know, instead of saying, oh, I've already figured it out when I have it, right. It's, it's just being impeccable with your word and standing true to who you are. And, yeah. uh, and don't ever, don't ever try to be somebody you're not. And don't ever try to do things that aren't you to impress or get somewhere, go by where your values are, which again, knowing your outcome, knowing who you are, your values at all. That's the first step on that.
0: <laughs> and doing it every day. Every yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, I exactly. It. Exactly. Sorry if I talk on a tangent about all these different ways. I've been just revising my program right now. So I've gone <laughs> over all 25 lessons and I was just revising it this morning, actually. So I have all these different ways of going about it in one. So you might, I might be bing batting all over the place a little no, bit. No, yeah, it's great. On that. <laughs> it's, it's
0: fabulous. No, it's exactly what I wanted the listener to get out of this. But I can't let you go until we talk about. Fitness, just a little bit.
1: Um, oh, absolutely! it. Absolutely. So
0: obviously, like no one listening to this, I guarantee. You, well, maybe they are, <laughs> is on your level and in regards to fitness and nutrition. You are insanely disciplined, um, insanely dedicated. But if there was anything that you could share with us listening, what are some great things to do, exercise or nutrition or whatever? And what are some things that we're wasting our time on?
1: Oh, wow. Well, there's uh for wasting our time, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. And, you know, um one thing we're always wasting our time like, understand that the basic principles work, right? The fundamentals. If you look at all the olden days, whether you're looking at bodybuilding, sports, or just general physique, fitness, but look at bodybuilding from back in the day, you know, it's easy because we have it was there, it was a, it was a sport where. These guys were doing the basic fundamentals. They didn't have all these new fads and all these things, and they were getting in just the same shape, right? So don't overcomplicate the process. Um, When it comes to nutrition, you know, the wholer you can eat, the better. Uh, There's so much processed crap that's not doing any good. Um, Really try to, I suggest, you know, for your foods, if it has more than five ingredients, try to stay away from it. Um, Really try to stay away from non-processed stuff. Uh, The more, the better that you can eat just one ingredient at a time, the better. Um, I really focus on whole foods and, um, one thing that has really helped me take my fitness to the next level that I skipped over for many, many years was sleep, uh, proper recovery, you know, that is where the magic happens. The workouts, that's the easy part. You know, that's what one hour out of 24 out of the day. It's what you do around there. It's planning, you know, again, understanding your desired outcome, where you want to go is always going to be number one. And then answer that question, am I just interested in obtaining this or am mm-hmm. I committed? Because you can either have excuses or results. That's it. There's excuses or there's results. You make it happen or you don't and you go cry about why it didn't happen. Right. And we all know lots of people who cry about why it didn't happen. And we're frigging overhearing it. Like, just go make it happen. Go follow some people on social media that have no arms, and no legs that are making it happen. Like it's, it's, yeah. yeah, You got to ask that question. Am I just interested or am I just committed? If I'm just interested, you might as well just go sit on the couch and and live your life short of fulfillment and whatnot. You know, but if you're committed, do the research, eat whole foods, get good sleep, uh, learn about your proper hormonal cycle. Um, We all have a hormonal cycle that's timed around the sun. Um, So it's actually pretty important for those of us who work the graveyard shift or kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's something I skipped forever. And once I started diving into that, it's, it's allowed me to really take my fitness to the next level. You know, we have our natural uh, growth hormone producing the maximum results between 10 to 12, Um, you know, our melatonin, serotonin, dopamine levels, all of that, Yeah, have these natural cycles. So follow the sun, try to get good night's sleep. Um, Understand we sleep in like hour and a half increments. So try to time that and wake up on, on cycle. So you're getting refreshed, start your day out away from your phone, do your morning routine, set that time up for yourself. You know, there was a, what was it? Somebody I was talking to the other day, we we're chatting about meditation and for the people who say, you know, I, I don't have 15 minutes to dedicate, to meditate every day. It's like, okay, great. meditate an hour then. Because right. what a lot of people aren't aren't getting is when you take this time for yourself, you know, these morning routines, when you wake up an hour earlier and do these things, And, you know, there's other people who are efficient without them. I used to be, but you're going to burn out at some point. You know, when you take this time for yourself, you become that much more efficient. You know, water, get your water in. Like, just being 2 to 3% um, dehydrated drops your cognitive function anywhere from 10 to 30%. It's been proven. So, fully hydrated, you know, carry that jug of water with you all day. Drink it before you get your coffee in the morning. You know, hydrate yourself. Get good food in your system. Whatever diet you're following, most of them work. It's just what's going to be sustainable and suitable for you, right? Finding something that's going to work for you and a lot of, you know, I'm bouncing all over the place again, but a lot of us, when we're looking at making a next step on our fitness, we might get motivated and think we're dedicated and and try something out and not quite follow it completely or maybe fall off, like stop and try to like look for something follow something for six to eight weeks and see how your body reacts. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, and journal it, you need to, it's everybody's body's different, So you need to really start understanding how your body reacts to things and make those slight changes. It's, and that's where, you know, hiring a trainer is, is such a good investment. Um, if you, know, this is our, we have one vehicle here, right. Until the day mm-hmm. comes where like I have a blown rotator cuff and they can chop that off, give me a metal arm. Great. But right now I need to take care of everything the best I can. We have this one body. So invest in it and, uh, and learn how your body reacts to different things and stay consistent day after okay. day. And I'm not against, you know, enjoying yourself. Like I I'm doing like 75 hard right now. So I don't have any cheats or any alcohol. Or anything <laughs> like I'm not against all that stuff. Unreal, it's so uh,
0: unreal.
1: I, Yeah. Like I'm not against it. I love enjoying different things and I highly suggest it, you know, but we need to still enjoy food. But a lot of us really forgot that food is our fuel source, right? It, like that is what it's there for um yeah it's great to enjoy and have those pleasantries and whatnot but for the most part like follow that 70 30 rule or 80 20 rule you know like 80 percent of the food you're getting and be like premium quality healthy food that's feeding and then do enjoy 20 percent of the time with whatever crap you want um but it's it's fuel it's not it's not just there for pleasure so really take charge and start being consciously aware of what you're putting in your body start reading labels you know Is, is there words you is there words you don't even know what they are a bunch of stuff you don't know how to pronounce like what's going into your body. And I think in
0: America, in America too, like the food system is out of control. Like at least Canada still regulates it somewhat, you know, protects its people somewhat, but here it's kind of like the wild West, anything goes in regards to food or food like products.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Canada is not that much better, but it is slightly, but I know, you know, both my clients, like most of my clients are in the U S and I have many in Canada as well whether it's with my mindset coaching or fitness training, I still have some fitness training clients and I have a few, um, you know, who are uh, celiac like gluten intolerant and they go to Paris, Italy, Italy, no issues. They're fine. They eat bread, yeah. they eat pizza, yeah. they're, they're fine. You know, it's, so it says a lot about what's it's lacking what's the poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, one thing I, I suggest actually um that I've recently done the last two years, and I just finished one uh, not long ago for people who are looking at taking their fitness serious, is doing an elimination diet. Um, whether it's you know the popular whole 30 or anything specifically similar where you're eliminating everything that people are intolerant to and going with that for you know 20 to 30 days and then slowly implementing foods in one at, one at a time take four days for one extra food in see how your body reacts did you get inflamed is your cognitive function a little bit lower is it better any headaches you know document it all then add another food in and then add another one in and see Cause we're all different and that's the best way to find out if you have any kind of intolerances or anything like that. And then you can build a meal plan that's going to work great for you moving forward. Yeah. And, uh, and then yeah, just trial and error, staying consistent. It's hard to know, you know, if you want to hit this, you know, you find someone's physique you want to hit, you want to hit that. Well, it's hard to know like the road to take if you're not staying consistent with anything, you know, and, and know what changes you need to make because your macro intake and your micronutrient intake is, is massively important to that, getting you where you want to go if you're looking at really dialing things in.
0: Yeah. And to anyone listening to this who might feel like, oh my gosh, this is just too much. This is overwhelming, but really it's just about becoming more aware of your body, becoming more aware of your thoughts, becoming more aware of your emotions. And I think that's really what I'm getting from you and the work that you're doing. Like you're giving people a path to self-awareness.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all self-awareness. Yep. Self-awareness and building mental toughness. Yeah. The the power to own the decisions you make, the power to be in control. You know, I often, we have uh, several voices inside of our head. I look at three of them specifically. We have the inner critic, the little bitch voice, and the boss voice. And uh, you know, there is that little bitch voice that's always speaking up, trying to. And it's like he, he or she is a great salesperson. You know, always it's not necessarily coming at you like someone who's against you. It's like, oh, you've done so good today. Oh, this <laughs> last set, or you know, you don't need to make those extra calls, or go, oh, you mm-hmm. enjoyed the donuts, you know, and that. And then we make these habits and rituals of listening to that. We need to. Keep that the mouth shut on that little effort, throw them in the back trunk and empower our boss voice to take control. And when you consistently do that, oh, it's not ever empowering, fulfilling, bringing true happiness. That's where it's at. You know, when you take charge and stay disciplined and focused and in control of your situations, that's that's where you find happiness. You can be up to your ears in debt and no relationships, be the happiest person in the world if you know you're doing your best. You're wrong. It sucks having financial issues and whatnot, but um, fulfilling and and empowering that uh, boss voice is where it's at and not listening to the inner critic. You know, they do have their time and place, um, but uh, that's for the fifth agreement by Don Miguel Rios because it comes in, you know, awareness, like listening to everything but being skeptical. Right. Not, not taking it uh, as truth, um, hearing it, but being skeptical to everything you hear mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and really following your intuition on, on what's true. And, and, you know, you know, the answer is down in your head where you want to go and what needs to be done. If you really think about it, it's all in there.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can't think of like, I'm so much more less stressed when I do listen to the boss voice, when I'm listening to the little bitch voice, I'm so much more stressed. You know, oh, yeah. I might've gotten like a reprieve for a second, but then I'm like, yeah, <gasps> you know, trying to catch up to everything. So yeah, you're absolutely
1: um, right. Yeah. It's that instant gratification. You know, we live mm-hmm. in a, in a world of it now with like Instagram, direct messaging, Amazon prime, getting delivered to your door today. So we want that instant gratification we get that dopamine fix. Right. Yeah. So we often forget like when behaviors that we set in place, we're seeing when we see our life prevailing, you know, it's like looking at a newspaper today, but the news was from 90 days ago. It's the actions over the last 90 days that got you there, right? So you need to keep those behaviors consistent. And unfortunately, the bad behaviors typically compound a result quicker than good behaviors do. So we really need to stay consistent, keep that desired outcome. That's why I'm big on vision boards, you know, boards all over the house that has everything in front of your face. Not just for visualizing, but reminding you so you live with intent. Mm. You know, your life, wherever you are right now in your life is a direct result of decisions you've made. What quality of decisions are you making? Set your standards higher and you'll live by those standards and make the decisions to follow along. with it.
0: I love it. Ugh, I can talk to you for so long. Um, but I do want to end with some rapid fire questions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By, by all means, go at her.
0: Okay. You kind of already answered this, but the first one is happiness is.
1: Uh, happiness is fulfillment. Like, yeah, just doing your best every day, staying <laughs> disciplined and, and being, owning your decisions that you're making and putting in the work, like adding more work to your plate, doing it and putting in the work, like just doing your best every day, always doing your best. That'd be the easiest answer. I love it.
0: Um, Okay. I'm grateful for.
1: Uh, I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for honestly, the mission I know God has for me, my daughter, uh, the planet earth, uh, the relationship with you, Liz, and having my opportunity to share my words with the audience. Uh, There's nothing I'm not grateful for the hard times and the good times.
0: Mm -hmm. And last but not least, what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on?
1: Oh, I could go off on a tangent forever on um, that. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is is mentorship. Looking for people uh, who have done what you want to do, who've gone through what you've gone through and come out the other side the way you want to and ask for their guidance or look into their content. You know, whether you have direct access to people who can mentor you personally, if not, there are so many online that you can just follow their whole story on. They've gone through the same things as you have. You know, one thing I was told as a young businessman was to avoid that kind of um, advice, you know, for my father who had a bad business relationship, which made me just hide from everybody and do everything on my own, which is a huge mistake. Um, I could have uh, gone a lot further if I just looked for the help uh, again, that help is going to show you the way you still have to pull yourself through that doorway though. But yeah, mentorship would be huge.
0: I love it. I love it. So how can our listener find you online, work with you, take your programs and eventually read your book? Tell us all the things.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. The book is uh, hopefully be done that by uh, January 1st here. That's uh, going to be quite the wild ride. Um, that's all my uh, life lessons from well, a lot to get into it, but um, my, uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at uh, Sean, Sean, j zimmer that's s-h-a-u-n-j-z-i-m-m-e-r or if you want to use any of my services find out about that you can go to thevikingondemand.com i have uh, one-on-one coaching Uh, you can book me for podcasts book me for live events and i have the virtual interactive program where i have all of my lessons put into one virtual system where you have access to me 24 7 hence the viking on demand
0: Love it. best name ever i love it
1: <laughs> and i do have the podcast starting out pretty soon as well we're gonna start Yay. recording that uh, soon which is will as well be called the viking on demand yeah we're okay. just uh, probably probably seven weeks from getting that started here
0: very good very good sean you are such a light in the world i'm so glad that i came across your content i'm so glad that you know we connected and i'm thrilled to be sharing your work with the world so thank you thank you for everything that you're doing
1: Oh, thank you, Liz. Likewise. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the next time we connect.
0: You've been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that we got this time together today. And if you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share it out on your social media make sure to tag us at Motherhood Unstressed. Connect with us at Motherhood Unstressed. I'd love to connect with you uh, and see where the work has gone in the world. And make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss out on an amazing interview with an incredible guest or our weekly guided meditations every Wednesday.